and welcome to Stuck in the Elevator Pitch. We're the two dudes and we like to talk, so the only way we can elevate a pitch is when we get stuck in it. Join us in the hot, sweaty metal box of this podcast as we pitch to you our new Muppets movie. Here we are again. Lift sake. doors have closed us in. Yeah. And we have brought our podcasting equipment prepared this time, aware yes. of the dangers of lifting. We could take the stairs, but we don't. Because we're <laughs> yeah. committed. I mean, we're lazy. That's really kind of what it is. Yeah, okay. You didn't have to out us like that, but fine. <laughs> okay. So this week, we have returned to a, a, a realm. We haven't returned. We've never done this before. We are in a realm... <laughs> unbeknownst to us the realm of Muppet movies yes we now, now look into wanna... the mirror and just like Jim Parsons we see a Muppet versions of ourselves yes am I a man or am I a Muppet that's a great song can we it's just a appreciate phenomenal that song, song? yeah <laughs> like to us that um, movie in general like the first song is the first song as well like life's a happy song it's so good I very much enjoy the Muppets movies yeah um so but we are not writing our own original Muppets movie we no. are taking the vein of Muppets Treasure Island and Muppets Christmas Carol and using yeah. the wealth of the Disney library yes, to cause... bring forth a new Muppet <laughs> movie to the one to destroy them all. Oh, are you doing Lord of the Rings? Um, the most Disney-fied Muppet movie because in the world. here's the question, exactly. How have Disney acquired the rights to the Muppets? And not done this. Well, the question is how they how they acquire rights for Muppets. How they acquire rights to half of popular culture? You've got Star Wars. You've got Marvel. You've got Pixar. And they haven't made a single Muppet movie. I honestly find that kind of insulting. You're yeah. insulting me, Disney. You're insulting that I would want things of a higher quality than a Muppet <laughs> version of a movie. You 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 you've looked and you considered me in too high regard, and I'm upset about it. So here we are. Lowering our own self-regard and showing what content we really want to see. Yes, Muppet movies of <laughs> real movies. Yeah, of the movies we could literally just go and watch, but we're not going to because we want to see Kermit doing them instead. So, do you want to go first? Take it away. Sure. Yeah. Well, here I was. I was sat there and I go, okay, if I want to put Kermit, because that's what we want to see. It's okay. Who's Kermit going to play? Mm. If I want to put Kermit in a movie. What do I want to see him as? Obviously, everyone knows I'm a massive Star Wars buff. My first instinct was like, yeah, Kermit Luke Skywalker. But it's too predictable. It's too easy. So I went, who do I want Kermit to act alongside? Because this is the thing about these Muppet movies. You go, right, you've got some of them are obviously the, you know, the Muppets. And mm. some of them are actual people. Michael Caine giving the most serious performance of his entire career, surrounded by puppets. Exactly. But I thought to myself, okay, what defining moment for an actor do I want to recreate? And who would work best alongside Muppets? And I thought one thing, and one Mm. thing only. Captain Jack Sparrow. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you're about to witness Johnny Depp as Captain Jack interacting with a load of Muppets. <laughs> now, okay, obviously the Pirates of the Caribbean saga is a lot. 
So I thought to myself, okay, do I want to just limit it to one movie? And I went, no. Some of the characters that are in the second and third movies around Davy Jones need to be in this. Because for me, that entire trilogy, and I do consider it as a trilogy because all the ones that came after it are pointless. Um, Stranger Tides is, is great. Yeah, it's all right. But then, yeah. anyway, um, those three are the pinnacle of what the Pirates of the Caribbean is to me. So this movie would consist of the cast of Jack Sparrow, which is obviously Johnny Depp. Will Turner is played by Kermit. Elizabeth Swan is Miss Piggy. Yeah. Commodore Norrington is still Jack Davenport because I just think him talking to Miss Piggy, wanting her, is absolutely hilarious. Uh, Barbosa is Animal. <laughs> Jack the Monkey is, of course, Beaker. <laughs> Davy Jones is Bill Nighy. And then you have... Is, is, two... is, is, uh, it's a serious question. Is this Bill Nye as, like, he's, he's dressed as queer? Is this just Bill Nye no, stood no. as Bill Nye? <laughs> this is Bill Nye acting as Davy Jones, but not in the way he did before with, like, actual prosthetics. It has to be all practical, it's just, guys. It's just, <laughs> it's just basically Bill Nye. Yeah. yeah cool. I'm down. <laughs> now, the, of course, you have two supporting characters as well. And the rest of them are kind of scattered around. But the ones I want to kind of mention are Gibbs, which is the first mate for Captain Jack, is Gonzo, because mm-hmm. why not? And then the best one, which when writing it, genuinely made me chuckle. The Kraken. Yeah. Played by the Cookie Monster. <laughs> now, I know what you're going to say. That's Sesame Street. Yeah, it is. You've ruined it. You've broke the universe. But I don't over. care. I've, you know, it wasn't the response I expected, but it's what I've got. Just, I don't care. The Kraken has to be a mythical being, and it has to be the Cookie Monster. It's it is the only. Kind of funny. It only has one appearance, and it, it's the only appearance I allowed myself to go, okay, if I'm going to break this a little bit, this is the one where I was going to do it. I was thinking about making Bootstrap Bill Yoda, but I thought, no, won't do it. But of course, like any great Muppets retelling, we need a narrator. Someone with a voice like Silk, who is going to talk over this amazing, epic movie. And I thought, who's better to do it than Morgan Freeman? <laughs> so that's our main cast. And now I'm going to take you through the story. So okay. the start is pretty much the same. You have Kermit, who's making oh, swords. Sorry, pretty much the same. Yeah, they're all puppets. Yeah, <laughs> you have Kermit, who's making swords for, you know, Commodore Norrington. Jack Muppet sized swords or big swords? No, no, no. Regular sized swords. And obviously you have the comedic effect of, you know, he's, he's slaving away in this montage of creating this sword. Almost a bit, you know, Lord of the Rings-esque to harken back to, obviously, the person who originally played him, Orlando Bloom. And then he picks up the sword and just falls over. Anyway, okay, he brings okay. the sword to Commodore Norrington, um, who is using it to obviously impress uh, Miss Piggy. Um, Jack Davenport, obviously playing completely serious, exactly the same character, um, which would just be absolutely hilarious. Um, and then Will Turner meets Jack Sparrow. 
You have Johnny Depp turning up. And you have a sword fight in the barn between Jack and Will. Kermit and Johnny Depp facing off. So the start's all the same. And then they, you know, obviously Jack's whole thing is trying to get back to the Black Pearl. Um, they get back onto the Black Pearl where you meet Animal. Obviously in this one, um, all three characters get there at the same time. It's not a case of you have the, you know, parlay moment with um, uh, Miss Piggy. Yeah. Um, and then you meet Barbosa, who is Animal. And the thing I like best about this is the fact that you have an intelligible monkey who you can't li- understand as Beaker, and you have Animal, who is as well, completely and utterly, you can't understand him. <laughs> Animal. And so you have Johnny Depp trying to parlay with and, and, and negotiate with Animal, mm. who he's just like completely getting nowhere with. Anyway... The next big moment that we see in the films, I think, is where he gets stranded on an island. And this is where you get, you know, why is all the rum gone? So, of Mm. course, you have Miss Piggy and Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow stranded on an island. And, of course, this is where the whole, um, all the questions ended up getting asked in the later films as to whether they had an affair. Mm. Well, I'm going to answer that question because I'm going to nick your saying here, James. This is not your grandpappy's Muppets. This is my saying. I've definitely stolen it, but I don't remember where from, so sorry. This, this is not your grandpappy's Muppets. Mm. There is alcohol. So, of course, there is still wise all the rum gone. There is no. swords. No. And just like in most Muppets movies, actually, there's a bit of romantic content. Ooh. I'm going to answer all the, all the questions of whether there was an affair, whether the fact that Elizabeth Swan, obviously played by Keira Knightley, was just manipulating Jack in order to burn all the rum. Miss Piggy, in classic Miss Piggy fashion, yeah. throws herself yeah. at Johnny Depp. It's beautiful. I love it. Anyway, they end up, as, as in, the, in the actual version, they end up getting back onto the Black Pearl. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Just like I've just done there, of course, the narrator, Morgan Freeman, who is kind of talking us through this whole thing, very much yada yadas over the rest of what happened, is, of how to is, get to Black Pearl. Is Morgan Freeman narration going to be written for him, or are we just going to play him the clips, yeah. and he's just going to talk, and Basically, it, yeah. it tells us the story? Okay, excellent. Have you ever excellent. seen Drunk History? Yes. On Comedy yeah. Central. That kind of thing, where someone... Yeah. It, Morgan Freeman knows the rough story... And he's just kind of allowed to go, I have no idea what's going on here. And it's actually Morgan Freeman. We see at the end, I am going to spoil it a little bit. We, we see at the end that, that uh, Johnny Depp's oh Captain Jack has written, obviously, this story and given it to um, Morgan Freeman and is now holding Morgan Freeman at gunpoint to narrate this story. I just want to, I just want to, you, you were going one particular way of this and I went, as soon as you said, I'm going to spoil this a little, we see Morgan Freeman. My first and only instinct was that Jack Sparrow is dead and Morgan Freeman is God. Um, and this <laughs> is Morgan Knight Freeman is God. Well, that's an idea. Because Morgan oh, Freeman is God. Muppets Bruce Almighty. Ah, oh, should have done that. It, oh, it's not Disney. It's out. Anywho, Morgan Freeman, yada yada, on how they get back onto the Bat Pearl. And mm-hmm. this is where the story... <laughs> I'm saying that. This is where the story deviates. Obviously, it has oh. before. 
This haven't. is where it deviates big time. So instead of going to the cage and getting the um, uh, to the cave and getting the treasure, and, you know, releasing the curse, mm. we see another ship arrive. Mm, do we now? But it arrives from under the depths of the water, and all of a sudden, the ro- the boat gets rocked. <laughs> Something is coming, <laughs> and out of the water arises this big monstrous blue hand that grabs oh, hold of the boat and, br- and lifts it up and all of a sudden from the point of view from those on the ship you see the cookie monster can i add an idea here can i add yeah. an idea before the hand comes out just a load of giant cookies just float to the surface <laughs> and it looks like a giant bowl of cookie crisp um carry on Anyway, and then all you see is this giant ship. Of course, the ships are brown. The cookie monster, he's helpless. He can't tell the difference. He just shouts in his big, monstrous voice, Cookies! I want to make a point, but you said he can't tell the difference, and I think you've missed a huge opportunity to make the ship out of cookie. (laughs) Maybe it is. Maybe we don't know. That's a great idea. The whole ship (laughs) is just a giant cookie. Anyway, continue. And anyway, he swallows the black pearl. <gasps> oh my gosh. At which point we then see Jack Sparrow mm-hmm. in David Jones's locker. As a reminder, Johnny Depp, the human. <laughs> no, Jack Sparrow, sorry. Yeah, but Jack, Jack Sparrow. Sparrow is Johnny Depp, the human. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, sorry. No, yes, yes, yes. He's still and it's practically, you know what? You could even, I'm going to give you a bit of a hint here, Disney. You can save a bit of money here. It's practically the same scene. You may as well just, you know, recycle the footage of where Jack Sparrow managed to get the Black Pearl back to the shore because of a load of crabs. But instead of a load of crabs, you know, it's one of the cookie monster. Guess what they are? Cookies. Little cookies. Little cookies. Cookie crabs. If oh, you are they crabs that are made of cookie? or yeah, are they... exactly. Would you rather fight a crab-sized cookie or a cookie-sized crab? I'd rather size, uh, fight a Godzilla-sized Dalek, but sure. Okay, stop bringing that up. It's beautiful, and I've actually been in talks with Legendary and the BBC, so I need you to back back the hell up. That was my idea. That's not fair. Yeah, well, you didn't you didn't send me emails. You didn't get the people on on board. Right, Mate, me so, and Chibnall, we got a hotline. Anyway, carry on. He gets back to the ship. He gets back to the shore. Should I say where he suddenly sees a load of people, and he's like. Hang on, why was I with the ship and the rest of you weren't? And they went, and Morgan Freeman narrates over the top saying, there was no answer to this. We just wanted to see the crabs again. <laughs> so all of a sudden, we get, um, we, we get the, the sequence where they're going outside of the, um, they're trying to get out of David Jones's locker. But yeah. before that, the thing I'd like to put out is... Mm-hmm. Jack Sparrow, he's a bit nuts. And obviously in the original versions of it, we have it so that he gets given the jar of dirt in order to stave off the the Kraken. Mm. Um, He does this again, but he does it himself. Right? And he doesn't do it this this time to hide David Jones' heart. Mm -hmm. No. He does it just because he, he went a bit nuts. I'll be honest with you. But this is where we get another reference to a different property. 
because I need to include this joke. It needs to be in there because I was thinking it all the time. So when Jack Sparrow is running around going, I've got a jar of dirt, I've got a jar of dirt, we get a bit of a Crocodile Dundee reference mm. where Will turn, so Commodore Norrington turns around and goes, that's not a jar of dirt. This is a jar of dirt. And then we go, this is also a jar of dirt, which is also a Family Guy reference. I need it in there. I'm sorry. It's stupid. It's, it doesn't work. I need it. I'm sorry. You can have it. So. Happy birthday. Of course, they get out of the, the battle. And of course, this is one big movie. So really, we have a lot of yada yadaing from Freeman. Okay? Yes. Because let's face it, we, we don't care. Right? We're in this because we want to see the action. Okay? Yes. We're not watching a Muppet movie like Christmas Carol where we want to see the psychology of, you know, these people. We're watching yeah, this because we want to see Kermit. Sorry, you think Muppet's Christmas Carol is about the psychology of no, Muppets? No, I'm making a joke. God damn it. We want to see this movie because we <laughs> want to see deep... Kermit fighting off. Sorry, no. I'm, I'm still stuck on this. It's a deep psychological analysis of why Michael Caine thinks it's normal <laughs> to be surrounded by puppets. Yes. And just doesn't at any point question it. I mean... Oh, exactly. all the puppets his slaves, is that the point? Whereas these people are a bit mental. Anyway, yeah, so the action. So we want to see the action. We want to see the final battle, the final face-off between Kermit the Frog and three human beings. So you have Commodore Norrington, you have Bill Nighy's Davy Jones, and you have Captain Jack Sparrow played by Johnny Depp. And Kermit is the one who's fighting all of them. <laughs> They're the only three humans in this entire thing. And they are fighting a frog. Why not? Not only are they fighting a frog. Mm. They get bested by a frog. <laughs> Kermit, pardon the pun, leaps into action. And manages to defeat all of them with his flailing arms. Going, Rawr! And he defeats them. Right? Kermit saves the day. He becomes, just as Will Turner does, he becomes the um, captain of the Flying Dutchman. And he has to say goodbye to his beloved Miss Piggy, who is heartbroken. Yeah, would be. I mean, she would be. Until she sees Jack again. And Um. almost as if she completely forgets about um, Kermit. As the Flying Dutchman plunges into the sea... She leaps for one final time at Johnny Depp's Captain Jack Sparrow. It's disgusting. And the story ends just like that. That is just about as epic as one can ask for. The whole um, point in this was not for it to be a, you know, anything that made sense. It's a Muppets version of a movie. I wanted this to be exactly what everyone wants. Okay, mm. I'm doing uh, Rise of Star- Skywalker, but better, right? I'm giving really? the, the fans what they want. I'm giving them what they've all asked for, which is just you... pure, ridiculous Muppet action alongside the likes of Johnny Depp and Bill Nighy. All right? I quite enjoy that we're still pretending anyone wants these to exist, but we definitely do, and we need to campaign <laughs> at Disney to make these movies. Um... Well, here's the thing. I don't know what you're going to do. So no. compared to mine, yours might be the best thing ever. I, I, I think your idea for Pirates of the Caribbean is pretty, pretty excellent. But one, but one only thing I would even consider changing would be, I think you missed a trick to make it literally just Johnny Depp and everyone else is a puppet. <laughs> and the retelling of him holding a gun at Morgan Freeman is actually 
Jack Sparrow, that's his version of events. That's such um, a great idea. But he just considers everyone else to be a puppet because can I, of can course I, can it's I change him. my idea? Can I can I change no. it to that? No, I like your idea. I like having Kermit fight three whole people <laughs> but he's a frog. <laughs> oh, there's just something so funny and so dumb about just Muppets doing stuff. So so when I I went about coming up with an idea, coming up with a concept, if you will. I was like, okay, I was exactly where you were. I was like, Disney, what rights do we have? Marvel, okay. Marvel Avengers. Perfect. Yeah. This is perfect right for, for Disney. And I just want to put a little teaser just in the middle of this of how you do that. Okay. You have three humans, which mm-hmm. are uh, Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury, Tom Hiddleston's Loki, and Hawkeye, played by Jeremy Renner. And then everyone else is a Muppet. Oh, and some humans mixed in. Um, Why Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye? Because I think it's really funny to make uh, Jeremy Renner the only human because it shows his worth as he is equal to several Muppets. He he he's actually and and the hilarious joke that just repeats throughout the movie is just him like opening doors because they can't reach. That's his worth to movie. That's why he's on the Avengers because he's just big enough to do things. But basically, it was all just a thing of making fun of Hawkeye, who I love. Hawkeye is amazing. Um, but that's why I didn't get very far with that, because I was just like, every bit here is just a dumb thing for Hawkeye to do. So I kind of left that one behind. That's brilliant. And I, I absolutely adore Disney it. has a pantheon. Disney has an absolute pantheon of movies and content and IPs that are famous and world-renowned. And I was like, what, what's their biggest IP is Disney princesses. And I did run into some problem here because I was like, well, annoyingly, there's only actually one significant female Muppet and most of the Disney princess movies would need Miss Piggy to be the Disney princess and I don't think she fits that character, any of those characters particularly no. well. I may return to one of these later. I, I, I will because I went through a list and I got here and I was like, I've done it. I found it. I peaked. And the only idea I thought that would actually you be funny... You peaked on Muppets, that's worrying. Wait, wait. The, the only princess movies that I thought would be perfect. And, and I can't believe... I genuinely can't believe no one has done even like a short of this. Like a comedy bit. The princess and the frog. Oh, for God. And, and a human character turns into um, a frog puppet. And that's the bit. And Kermit's for Prince. Anyway, whatever. Moving on from that. I didn't get anywhere with that. And I thought, there is only one IP. There is only one franchise that holds the weight, holds the severity to, to be at one with Muppets. Yeah, Pirate, it's big. Avengers, it's big. But it isn't as big as this. It isn't as as a juggernaut, as huge. As... Before you reveal it, okay, I have an idea and I, I played it in my mind, and I really hope you're going for your usual trick here. So I, if, you, if it's not this, I want to tell you what this is and Go see on, what you me, say. Tell me about this first. No, because if it is this... No, just it, tell me what it, it is. Tell me what it is. It's, it's not going to be. I'll be shocked. So Disney owns the rights to the Need for Speed franchise. No, <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite... Uh, this, and I this. think it'd be hilarious to have a Need for Speed movie with the Muppets. To, to try and revive a dead, non-existent franchise with Muppets. So you're basically making a Muppets driving movie, which sounds, sounds pretty good to me. Muppets but with Fast a franchise of irrelevance. Okay. Okay, so it's not that. It, it is actually a pantheon. It is the biggest franchise, but it's undeniably owned by Disney. It's very denied. It's not the biggest franchise they own. Um, but it is, in fact... The juggernaut that is 
three words. High School Musical. Oh no! The only movie that I could find solid groundwork to fit the Muppet in like a glove. Oh my... Now, I would like to give those a bit of background on the High School Musical franchise. <laughs> if you really need it to. It has been diluted and convoluted, and this is basically the only next natural evolution. There was the High School Musical trilogy, there was High School Musical The Musical, a stage musical based on High School Musical, then there was High School Musical The Musical The Series, a series based on the musical of the movie of High School Musical. If you caught up with that, I'm impressed. Um... And, and here is, as I can say, the only natural evolution, <laughs> the only way to take High School Musical is add Muppets. Now, there was talk of rebooting the franchise, trying to recreate it and recast people. And I'm like, no, <laughs> recast Muppets, because why would you not do that? So anyway, I started to, to prepare. I haven't seen High School Musical in many a moon. And I thought, well, I need to watch this. And I cannot believe when I press play on this movie how appropriate the Muppet opening, the opening is compared to a Muppet's movie. Just the shot of the ski lodge from far away and the like time and date just feels like a Muppet movie opening. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So we'll have a beautiful pan shot, zoom shot, like drone shot coming in on the ski lodge. And as we enter the ski lodge, we see our two main characters. Oh, dear Lord. We see Troy... Played by the one, the only, the Kermit the Frog. Oh, I thought you were going to go Zac Efron, alright. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. That would be ridiculous. Zac Efron is way too old to be Troy. And Gabriella, who who I, I, I wasn't sure who to cast as, and we can cast anyone in Unknown Whatever, but the, the template, the idea, Olivia Rodrigo, who is the Vanessa... The Vanessa Hudgens role in High School Musical, the musical, the series. Right. She's basically the one who plays Vanessa in the musical. Basically. So hang on, in just ever so she quickly, plays Gabriella. Yeah. Can I ask whether this movie is yeah. what they're all actually auditioning for in High School Musical, the musical, the series? No, no, you're ruining it. You're <laughs> like, ruining has she got that role because of the? The meta is only in reverse. Oh. So it only works if you reference the. So she played Gabriella. She's, she, she, no, she's just Gabriella. There's no okay. metaness. They're all just playing a role. I just, uh, it doesn't have to be her. It could be anyone. It's just an unknown. It's just an unknown person. Right. No famous people, just someone to play Gabriella. Anyway, and um, a, a bit, we already have the Muppets in. We see her at the ski lodge, the New Year's party. And, mm-hmm. and before they're pulled up on stage to sing that fateful duet that would bind two souls more faithfully than Romeo and Juliet. We see Fozzie doing some rubbish stand-up, because of course we do. Because it's a New Year's Eve party and it's yeah. rubbish. And no, neither Kermit nor um, uh, Gabriella particularly want to be there. But we don't see specifically... <laughs> oh, I just had a thought about something. Carry on. Tro- uh, Troy's dad. And there is a reason for this. Oh, so no. We have New Year's. We have this beautiful, beautiful budding romance between Kermit and Gabriella. And it's just beautiful. Kermit and Gabriella, Troy and Gabriella, played by Kermit the Frog. And it's just beautiful, and we're just very happy. And it basically plays pretty much exactly the same. They sing their little song. Kermit's got some more dance moves going on. Um, he's flipping, he's flying. Of something new. Exactly, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> there are tears streaming down every millennial's face. Yeah, I'm fucking crying. And then we return... To, oh, and a very important thing about this universe is it's very much like Treasure Island and stuff like that. So there's Muppets mm-hmm. and people just mixed in. Yeah. Just mixed in. 
Um, so we end up at high school and we see um, Troy arriving with his friends. So let's introduce the Wildcats. So, so the Wildcats are made up of an all Muppet crew. Yeah, that, that's amazing. <laughs> Chad, who is Fozzy. He was also at the New Year's party, but right. whatever. It's fine, don't worry about it. Um, Zeke, played by Walter. Right. The new from a, from a yeah. Disney Muppets movie. Um, and then the other Wildcats would be Rizzo, the rat. Mm-hmm. Sweetums, who's the giant one. <laughs> and also just rats just the general rats so hang on who's playing corbin blue corbin blue is chad that is fozzy right okay don't worry about it um so so there is also a bit of creative license taken with who says what and who does what chad is chad is is fozzy who is the best friend to kermit and troy Mm -hmm. so that's why it's fozzy the bit where chad becomes a bit of a meanie later we're just going to swap out for someone else basically Mm -hmm. Because Fozzie's not that type of character. And Walter is obviously just just genuinely, as Zeke, excited to be there and be taking part in everything. <laughs> um, and I think that characteristic of Walter is needed. Now, yeah. um, as we as we move through the school, as we, we learn and see more about it, we see um, Gabriella introduced coming into the school. We see her with her mum, and we also see her with their principal, Sam Eagle. Um, who else would it be? And we see um, a couple more characters as we head into the classroom now. We mm-hmm. see the one and only Sharpay, played by the one and only Miss Piggy. Obviously. And Ryan, played by the only person who could stand next to the showmanship of Miss Piggy, Gonzo. Yes, okay. Um, we have, in the classroom, we meet characters... Ms. Darbis, who is the mm-hmm. drama teacher putting on the high school musical in the aforementioned title. Mm-hmm. She will be played by Ashley Tisdale, returning oh, to brilliant. the high school musical franchise. But Mrs. Darbis's character will actually be split right. with another two characters who will all sort of take all her characteristics, if you will. Yeah. And that is Statler and Waldorf. For those of you that don't know who they are, that's the grumpy two Muppet. And they have been forced by Sam Eagle to take part in something extracurricular. And their plan is to join the drama music, the, the school show, the drama show, and basically be so mean to everyone, no one auditions and no one signs up. Yep. And thus they don't have to do anything because they tried. <laughs> and then you've got Ashley, uh, um, Ashley Tisdale being, being the eccentric drama teacher. Also mm-hmm. a bit mean, but... Um, Statler and Waldorf will take a lot of that weight onto their shoulders, happily, I'm sure. Uh, other characters in the classroom, we have um, Taylor, who's played by Dara Renee, who is literally just um, the G- Gabriella's best friend in High School Musical Theory, Olivia Rodrigo's best friend in High School yeah. Musical, Musical Theory. She's incredibly talented, so she can come in here absolutely fine. Um, you know, then, James, you're almost see... sounding like someone who genuinely loves High School Musical, the musical series. It's a phenomenal show. Um, watch it, um, and no doubt we will be talking about this later. This really worries me, but sure. Um, so we also have... Um, these characters all end up in detention, sorry. So they all end up in detention, and there is one person not happy about this. One person furious with this, enraged by this. 
Ahmad is the coach of a basketball team because where are his team? Where are they when they're supposed to be rehearsing? And as we see um, storming into the theatre, his fateful return, Zac Efron. No! As the coach, returns. And he's now the coach of the team, but <laughs> it, he's not Troy. It's just Zac Efron playing the part of the coach. Anyway, he gets Troy who's Kermit, he gets Chad, who's Fozzie, he gets him out of there, he storms into the principal's office, who is a Muppet, again, the Muppet is then being shouted at by two actual humans with Statler and Waldorf in the corner basically saying, I think we should just cancel both things. They just are on no one side at all this. Um, Sam Eagle, as every time it cuts back to him, he's going to be wearing slightly more baseball, uh, basketball memorabilia. So like he'll, he'll just be sat there, and then it will cut back and have a jersey on, and then a hat, and then he'll be holding a basketball. Because because watching it, the, the coach, the principal, really likes basketball. Like his office is full of it. So I think it'd be funny yeah. every time it cuts back. Anyway, um, there's lots of songs. The next song. I want to touch on and one of the things I'd like to do with the music in this in this musical this is the first I believe like full Muppets Muppets musical not that they have music in but like an actual musical drill yeah um, and I would like to maybe remix a couple of the Muppets famous songs into mm. some of the other songs here right. so I'd love the uh, the Muppets show starting it's time to uh, start the music like the lights that, that can be fitted into my anyway we touch on um, what's it called What's the song? I can't remember what it's called. The basketball one. Get your um, head in the game. Get your head in the game, yeah. Yeah, so this is the one with the Wildcats. And and what we see about the Wildcats is they're led by Kermit, Troy. They also feature Fozzie, Walter, Rizzo, the Rats, Sweetums. Sweetums is basically the only reason they're winning. And Kermit I was going to say, so jump. hang on. These tiny Muppets are playing basketball. Are they yeah, playing basketball I- events? real people yeah they're playing it's a whole human team um who maybe has a couple of muppets mixed in but the idea is they're an entire muppet team um and and you'll see you'll see why this is important later important things about the team is they are called the wildcats and obviously have a wildcat mascot unfortunate mm-hmm. thing about rats is they really hate the concept of wildcats and at yeah. every mention of their team name they run in fear <laughs> so every time they say let's go wildcats they're just like where oh my gosh um, and every time a mascot appears in the thing, they just stay on the other side of the court to the mascot because they don't want to be anywhere near the wildcat in case they're eaten. Who's playing the um, wild? Who's playing the wildcat? Mascot? No, it's just the mas- It's just the actual mascot. It's just a person in a mascot. Suit. This is a person you've not used yet, and I'm waiting to see if he's going to appear but carry on. Mm, I'm not. I'm not sure who you, who you mean. Who do you mean? Go on. Animal. Oh, oh. Don't worry about animal. Animal has a little bit later. Okay. Um. So then, so something that's very important, something very important to the show is the idea that everyone in this school has their role to play. Yeah. Basketball people play basketball, the science people do science, the musicians do music, the skateboarders skateboard. But there's actually a, a layer of, of racial prejudice in this school, which involves... You're racism into Muppets? Here. Um, which is basically there's a lot of prejudice between Muppets and people and that Muppets are only allowed to do some things and people are only allowed to do some things. So the Muppets play basketball at this school and all Gabriella's science friends are all humans. Um, And there are some sections of the school that are somewhat mixed, but the majority is you're either Muppet or you're human and we keep them separate. And a lot of the stick to the status quo is about Muppets can't be with humans. So (laughs) 
referring to Animal, Animal would be one of the people who gets a line a bit about what he wants to do yeah. in this. But obviously it's just Animal saying Animal. Yeah. Um, and then and then we see again other stuff. We see Walter. He can bake because I bet I bet Walter does love to make a souffle. God, yeah. I'm tearing up just thinking about Walter making his perfect souffle. <laughs> um, and, and there is one important aspect of this movie that, that we haven't touched on, the romance. The oh, pure God. passion between Troy and Gabriella resulting in their relationship <laughs> trying to be scuppered at every turn by Sharpay. Now, what's important here is that it is very weird of a Muppet human relationship, and that's just, just gross. Because Gabriella and Troy are never interested in each other. They're just really good friends. Yeah. But every single other character in the movie thinks they're in love and want to be together. And they're like, it's just wrong, dude. It's just wrong. It's not okay. Um, but And and Sharpay, Miss Piggy, of course, very, very jealous of Gabriella at every turn, only to the end of the movie to realise that, that Kermit was completely in love with her. And they can leave happily together, and 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 Gabriella's real happy about that. She has no interest in hum- in froggy Kermit at all, and he has no interest in human Gabriella. So I really want to make it clear that there is no romantic tension. There's romantic tension because we think it, but there's no romantic interest between yeah. Troy and Gabriella. They're just friends. Kermit is just again, as he always seems to be, caught in a misunderstanding. He wants everyone to get along. He wants to play basketball. He wants to do theatre. He can do whatever he wants because he's a little frog. He's the little frog that could. (laughs) And and pretty much what's important about the plot is it plays out basically exactly the same. And if you change anything, you've screwed it up. And you just play every scene out, but you just make little changes and bits with like Muppets questioning things. So there's one particular shot which I just imagined in my head as hilarious is when uh, the coach, which would be Zac Efron, is walking along the line of players and like saying something to them. And I like the idea that you see him walking along, but you can't see anything. You don't see who he's talking to. And then you see really big sweetums, really high. You can't see his head. And then you see like Kermit, like just barely in frame at the bottom. Because uh, the, the half a team you couldn't see are just the rats who are just on the floor because they're tiny. Um, other, other mentions are you have the cheerleaders who are, of course, just rats in skirts. Basically, there's just rats around the place. Yeah. Um, it's a terrible being, school. Doing, doing, doing the, the, the things that they love to do. Um, there's a particular moment I like where there's people painting the set and you've got Miss Piggy trotting her way up onto it while they're painting it and just leaving, like, uh, Miss Piggy prints, little footprints <laughs> of Miss Piggy just everywhere. And they're just like, God, darn it. Um, Gonzo, you have being Ryan... The, the Ryan to the Sharpay. Obviously, Miss Piggy trying to be center stage, but Ryan here is actually the star of the show. Everyone loves yeah. Ryan because um, he keeps messing up. He's actually terrible, but he keeps, like, um, doing badly, but but somehow succeeding. So, like, one bit, uh, he falls off the ladder that they're performing on, mm-hmm. but does, like, a backflip and, like, lands it, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, yeah. and Miss Piggy's then just trying to take the attention back into her. <laughs> so there's a lot of tension with Ryan. And That's very similar to their arc in... The second one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Miss Miss Piggy wants the spotlight on her, but Ryan is actually... Gonzo is the star of his show. Um, and obviously at some point we've got to put Gonzo in a cannon and launch yep. him for some reason. Um, so that's how, Kermit, that's how Kermit beats um, David Jones in mine. Is he, gets, ah. he gets Gibbs into a cannon and fires him at him. <laughs> there you go. Um, so so I, think, I think 
that that's basically the idea is is the Muppets take on the most overdone. You think you couldn't get more meta, but then we put Muppets in it. The only idea I have that was was more meta than this was doing High School Musical, the musical, the series, the Muppet Show. So it's actually rather than it being the High School Musical movie they're doing, they're actually doing the High School Musical, the musical series, but then they're putting Muppets into that. But I thought that was too much. I thought let's just remake High School Musical. We get some return. Oh, I, I missed a character. So I missed a couple of characters. One of the characters, the science teachers, obviously mm-hmm. played by Beaker and Bunsen. Yeah. Um, who else? And Kelsey, the piano player. Yeah, I was going to ask um, about Kelsey. Yeah, uh, just get Alessia ruling back and just don't question it. Yeah. Just isn't she a bit old to be here? Nah, don't worry about it. Just I like the idea that she's the only human who is the same person because she's great. Oh. Um, so and just don't even question it. So in terms of Troy and his dad, Troy and his dad, yes, Kermit and, and Zac, Zac Efron. Efron. Is there still that discussion going on about him going to? college and being... Yeah, Zac Efron is just the mean dad. Okay. He's like, focus on basketball, but it's Zac Efron. I've got another question for you then. about it. Yeah, so... You talk about the difference... So in all the other Muppets movies... Yes. There isn't a spoken about difference between Muppets and humans. It's not spoken about here. Well, that's what I was going to ask. But you've got the segregation between Muppets doing Muppet things and um, yeah. humans doing human things. So there obviously is a difference. But it's, No, it's, it's very important, but it's never actually referenced as to why. So um, when they're all, the friends are all concerned that this Muppet and this human are falling in love, they're just like, she's just not his type. They just, they're just very vague and never saying what it is. But everyone in the audience is like, yeah. It's just he's like a, real racism. Because he's a Muppet. Um, that's probably why he's not quite her type but it's just it's just the Muppets never quite make the link the humans never quite make the point that they're different one of them's made of felt my question to you is how how what how is Zac Efron Kermit's father it happens all the time in Muppets thing how is how is Walter got a human brother and parents yeah. Walter is somehow a Muppet. It, it's, again, what you've done is you've gone and made the classic schoolboy error of thinking this makes any sense and isn't just a senseless <laughs> cash grab. What this is is a way of making money whilst also giving people the high school musical reboot that they've called for, they've this demanded, while also not rebooting it so the people who don't want to reboot can't complain, while also making a Muppets movie, while also making the high school musical series more meta than anyone thought ever was possible. So you're saying... Yes. You have gone and created the perfect movie. I have gone and created the only movie that should ever be released. <laughs> this is it. This is the pinnacle. Once we get this, we will win Cancel Oscars. We will win Golden Globes. This will be Justice the first three billion dollar movie. This will be the only exclusive to Disney Plus, Netflix, and HBO Max because it's too big for one That's streaming. That's not how service. exclusivity works. <laughs> it is no because it will be on every streaming service because it's too big for one. The file size alone from the sheer willpower of its existence will overtake this. It's basically just just, just so dumb, it just might work. That sounds like every Muppets movie ever. Yeah. I, I, am, I am pretty happy with, with, with this idea, and I want to make High School Musical uh, with movie. Muppets. Yeah, okay. I, I think... Talk... Sorry, Karen. Yeah, I, I just think 
so many things about High School Musical are just just ripe to be muppeted. I think I think if you watch that movie, and I implore you, go and watch it. Just imagine Kermit walking down the hallowed halls of East High. Just watch Sharpay, who I started to refer to as Miss Piggy while watching it because <laughs> she is it just Piggy. got so in my yeah. head that it was Miss Piggy. I I just love the idea of, of so many humans. Um, but also just just their muppets. There's just some muppets, and just just no one again can question why. No one wonders why. Um, I had one idea that it was just so Gabriella's scared to join a new school because she thinks she's a bit of a freak. Because she thinks my idea was just make everyone in the movie muppets, apart, apart from, from Gabriella. She'd be only human. But again, it's 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 not as funny. It's not it's, as funny it's as very having... similar to what they've done, what they did in uh, Walter, Jason Segel, yeah. and stuff. It, it, I, I much like the idea that. Um, that, that there's a romance that, that Sharpay is misled into thinking that Troy doesn't love her, but Troy actually just really does fancy <laughs> Sharpay. Um, subverting expectations there, aren't you? Don't make me play the subverting expectations song. I'm going to make you play the subverting expectations song. Subverting expectations! Talking about song. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you've spoken about songs being sort of like interlaced. As in, like, the crossovers between them. Is there a place for, I'd say, the best Muppet song? I, like, I love a lot of them. Rainbow Connection. Oh, that could be um, the song. But they, they just put it in the show. Maybe the show just includes Rainbow Connection. It could be the song they sing at the start. I just, I want to, I want, like, all the other songs can be shorter versions or anything like that. But I yeah. just need Rainbow, or, like... Amalgamated versions or anything like that. I just need another way of us watching Rainbow Connection. I would, I would love to see a a duet of Troy and Gabriella doing Rainbow Connection. I would love to. In fact, maybe that's the audition song, and we see um, Sharpay and Ryan take it far too far, and they've they remixed it and redubbed it or whatever they've done to it. And it's disgraceful. It's a it's a tragedy to Rainbow Connection. And then we see Kermit and Gabriella step up onto that stage. Desperate to audition for this show. And we just see the beautiful vibe of Rainbow Connection just pour from Kermit's beautiful froggy face. (laughs) And there's only one way that that can go, and it's just they get cast, obviously, as as happens in the movie. But you couldn't forbid Rainbow Connection. Here's a question. Is that that also where Walter and... um, Not Walter. um, what are the names? You said them literally ten seconds ago. The two, what? which two m- moody guys? Oh, Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. That's about it. Um, is that where their plan almost like falls apart? Because well, their plan falls they apart. They can't they're... not cast. They can't like not agree that this is beautiful and like. No, no, they're never successful in getting people to not audition. That's just their purpose. So. As, as in all the Muppets things where they're mean, no one cares. I mean, everyone just ignores them. Like, they're just being mean to all these students. And they're real harsh to the bad auditions we see at the start. Yeah. Um, but also, I just, like, that everyone kind of just doesn't really care what they think. And they're just, like, the old grumps anyway. So they have no real effect or success. And I think secretly, deep down, they do. Just like they secretly love the Muppet show. Yeah. They are really excited to put this performance on, but they just can't admit it until the end when maybe there's just a beautiful moment, just a beautiful cut to them, and they just say, that wasn't awful. And we just <laughs> feel their hearts full of joy and forgiveness, and it just feels like Christmas. 
So, is this going to kick off the renaissance for Muppets in musical form? Is this going to be like, after this we get a second and third one, or do we go pitch perfect next and we get Muppets pitch perfect? Or we so go... First of all, I need, I need you to back way the hell up and respect what this is, which is the pinnacle of cinema. You cannot... The Muppets <laughs> High School Musical, both franchises die after this. This is it. This, is, this will be made and then all those people will never work again. This is their last hurrah. We'll pay them a million pounds each so they never have to work again. Is this, yeah, is this like what all actors fear is that this is always what they'll be known for. They can't ever go into another role because they'll always be just looking and seeing, well, that I can't see Kermit the Frog here because that's Troy. Yeah, on a more real-world level, I have a specific plan to basically always follow Zac Efron into auditions with Muppets. So he's constantly <laughs> just... But we'll get everyone in the audition paddles to pretend they can't see the Muppets. So Zac Efron's just like, get out of here, get out. And they'll just think he's crazy. He's just yelling at random people. It's basically also a real-world prank to destroy Zac Efron's seemingly illustrious and wonderful career. He seems like a great bloke, but, you know, he had it coming. He stepped foot into the Muppet High School Musical and therefore can never work again. That's just the rules of the Muppet High School Musical. I don't make the rules. I just enforce them, okay? I can't, I can't tell you why this is the way it has to be. But when you make the most meta thing in existence, um, yeah, it has to be. The only other person, the only other way I think you could make it more meta is do the same movie, but Kermit's Zeke and Walter is Troy, and Walter's dad is the guy Jason Segel is all <laughs> and his mom is Amy Adams, but they're not his parents, so it doesn't quite work. No. So, oh my um, god. But yeah, I think High School Musical is just, it's just, it's just. It's just, it's, what can you say? What can you say about it do, do you know, that do you know, hasn't been said? Do you know something? I will say one thing, and that's I, yeah. I think I agree with you from what you said at the start. I think you've peaked. I think this is it. I think you I can't, think, like, you. This is, this, is, this is your pinnacle. I don't think you can uh, get any better than this. Yeah, I, I thought of many different options for Buffett's movies, and then I settled on this and realised that I had actually just achieved, uh, like, what's the word? Like I've ascended beyond the human plane um, and I've come up with the single greatest idea of all humanity and I hope to be remembered in the history books for coming up with um, a, a high school musical movie featuring Muppets um, yes. I like Pirates of the Caribbean too I think that's yeah, funny no, I'm glad I, I went first because um, no one's going to remember mine now because I will is... say to the amount of crying I did whilst making this movie because it doesn't make any sense. And I like that it doesn't make any sense. But at the and same I don't time, want it, to it make makes any sense. so much sense. Does it make sense? Yours makes more sense because Jack Sparrow's just a drunk. Yeah, but it yours just, makes it, sense because of the fact that it just works. It's because it's because everyone secretly loves High School Musical. Oh, I, I, it's no secret. I adored High School Musical growing up, and I you know I haven't seen it what since really. But you I like High School Musical. Bloody loser. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not the one who watches the, the, the musical, the series, but sure. I'm not the one who watches rubbish movies like Star Wars, you know? Um, so right, you've blow. just offended okay. half of our fan, boy, fan base, well done. Okay, well, I think we can all safely assume that everyone watching this is now going to go tweet, Instagram, Facebook, tell their dad who runs Disney um, <laughs> that they need to call me up and call you up and get the Muppets High School Musical and the Muppets Pirates of the Caribbean into production yeah. stat. We don't want a fourth or whatever High School uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movie is with with Margot Robbie or whatever. We want the Muppets just yeah. remaking the first three because why 
and and this goes for both of us. Why try and fix perfection? Yeah. And the only way to fix perfection is by adding Muppets to it. <laughs> there that's, you go. It's a motto to live by. Oh, also here you go. Here's a here's a funny idea. So if we want to get even more meta, like you did with Cookie Monster, we could when when the Wildcats are playing as a team, that could be the Sesame Street characters. <laughs> that's who they're playing. Or the Dark Crystal. Yeah, or Dark Crystal, something like that. Um, so if you want your Jim Henson universe meta, that's fine. You we can fix that. High School Musical, the Muppets series, whatever it's called, um, encapsulate all people of all opinions, faiths, creeds, Jim Henson fan scales. Whatever you want, we can provide it in in a High School Musical movie with Muppets. Yeah. Um, this is a billion dollar idea. I, I would personally pay a billion dollars just to view this one time. Wait, you have a billion dollars? Yeah, I'm saving it for when they make High School Musical the Muppets <laughs> series. Um, I've, I've, been, I've been sat on it under my mattress just in case I hear a word and then I'll be like, Disney, take my money, you can make it. I don't need it back, just, just bring me joy. Um, beyond that, I think we've pretty much, I think we've nailed it. What would we call, what would you call yours? Is you got a specific Muppets name of the Caribbean? In Muppets in the Caribbean. That's Muppets of the Caribbean, should say. Oh yeah, Muppets of the Caribbean. I think I would call mine. So there's two options. There's, um, so what I'd want to call it is High School Musical, the musical, the series, the movie, the Muppet Show. Um, <laughs> but what I'd actually more call it is is the High School Muppets musical. That's good. Yeah. Um, but what I also want to call it is, uh high school muppets because then it keeps the acronym hsm yeah but but the high school muppets musical that's fine that'll do um so thank you very much for tuning in of what i'm sure will go down in history as the most illustrious phenomenal (laughs) award-winning episode of the two dudes um where we discussed what franchise disney should plow money into to make a muppets movie out of um, because all good ideas are dead and everything is just now a recreation of the Apple Venture ideas. Pretty much. So, thank you for listening. Let us know what movie you want to see Muppet Fire. Let us know whose idea you like more, although it is obviously High School Musical for Muppet yes, series. Even and I will never I, that's even the one I like the most. Because I want to see this movie and I'm going to, every time I have opportunity, talk about this from now on. Um, so, thank you for watching. Subscribe, like us. See you on Twitter and Instagram, and we shall see you all next time. See you soon, maybe. I don't know, probably not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe we can never come back now because we will never be able to reach the pinnacle that is High School Musical, uh, High School Muppets Musical. There's yeah. just nothing better than that. No. Nah.